This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Time to forget about the weather for a moment and talk some Cincinnati Reds baseball. I'm Dave Raymond with Mark Sheldon of Reds.com. And, uh, Mark, I was was on the the website, and I saw a little news about Bronson Arroyo maybe wanting to come back to Cincinnati, maybe maybe a fit there for the Cincinnati Reds. I'm sure fans would love to see a guy like him back. Yeah, he is uh, someone that both is kind of a mutual interest but the uh, the caveat, of course, is whether the price is right and whether he's healthy. Uh, on, the, on the second part, he says he's healthy. He actually was examined last week by the Med, Reds medical department, and uh, they looked at his elbow, which is, uh, of course, you know, he's been coming back from Tommy John surgery, missed all of 2015. And uh, as far as the price, it, you know, he's, he knows he's going to get an incentive-laden contract. It just has to be the right money. He has an offer on the table to possibly reunite with Dusty Baker, uh, former Reds manager with the Nationals. Uh, they've offered him a minor league deal, and uh, we're waiting for his reply on that. But I think he's giving every chance to the Reds to see if they can uh, make a deal. Uh, Brian Price has already told him that they'd love to have his uh, veteran uh, knowledge in a clubhouse full of young people, especially young pitchers. And I think that would be a good fit for Arroyo. He's familiar with the city. He's familiar with the facilities. Uh, of course, he's very popular with the fans, and I think he also likes the idea of coming back from the surgery in a lower-stressed environment and the role of being a mentor. I think all that appeals to him. So if the Reds come with a decent enough offer, I, I can imagine him being back in, in the fold of spring training. I wonder, too, Mark, if he looks at it from the standpoint of where he could, uh, you know, make an impact at the big league level, get a chance to make some starts. In, in Washington, as you mentioned, a little – little higher expectations there this year. It might be a little more crowded in that rotation. At the same time in Cincinnati, I would imagine that there would be some bias toward youth and building toward the future, even though he could be a stabilizing influence. I wonder how much that would affect his ability to get a lot of starts. Well, I mean, I think he'll get some opportunities to start because I don't think they would rush another kid along uh, if they didn't have to. And I think that he could have a stabilizing influence on the rotation. If he's as healthy as he says he is and he's able to go out every fifth day without any complications, he's going to take a lot of pressure off some of those kids and the bullpen if he can you know, go deep in games. If he's able to go six, seven, eight innings, that's really going to help the team. Uh, even with the, the young guys, uh, they didn't demonstrate last year, with the exception of Di Sclafani, an ability to be pitch efficient and go well into games. And that, that would, I think, take some of the pressure off some of those guys. And, and having it, like you said, his influence in the clubhouse is also a plus. I don't think it would stunt anybody's growth, let's put it that way. And, and obviously, innings could always be found for some of these starters in the bullpen as well. They don't have to necessarily be in the rotation to get major league experience. So I think it, it could be a win-win for both sides if they're able to work it out. It just remains to be seen. Yeah, I love it. I, I love the idea 
of Arroyo back in a red uniform. Um, ah, that'll that'll be an interesting one to follow. Meanwhile, is as we discuss his situation, it, it does run hand in hand with that whole notion of the rebuild and the young players. So many rookies last year in the rotation. Um, as we look ahead to spring training, and and who fans might get excited about seeing, let's say, at spring training, who are a couple of the the younger, more high ceiling prospects that uh, we should be watching. Well, all of the three top prospects, actually four top prospects, are going to be in Major League Camp: in uh, Jose Peraza, Jesse Winker, Robert Stevenson, and Amir Garrett. And uh, you know, Peraza, who you and I talked about last week pretty well, uh, is kind of blocked a little bit at at second base, where with Brandon Phillips around and blocked at shortstop with Zach Cozart, and they're still evaluating whether he could play multiple positions or whether maybe starting in AAA might work for him. Uh, Jesse Winker is very familiar with to a lot of Reds fans. He was the top prospect until Peraza was acquired in the trade, and uh, left field is wide open right now, and there's a lot of uh, uh, more experienced guys as far as uh, minor league and and an age uh, that uh, may have a a leg up on Winker but I think you know if he pushes uh, pushes them and and makes the decision harder he could possibly skip a level uh, and go right to the major leagues if of course he has a great spring you never know what what can happen so uh, he came off uh, you know in double a last year he had a kind of a subpar first half but came on strong in the second half looked really good Made a lot of improvement. Uh, he's got a nice left-handed swing. He kind of compares a lot to Jay Bruce in both personality and maybe his approach. And uh, that, that might bode well for him. And then, of course, uh, Robert Stevenson, the number three prospect, is going to be one of those many myriad arms that are going to be combining for a rotation spot. And uh, Stevenson was in AAA last year and seemed to do pretty well. And they like his chances, at least, to, to challenge for a spot. You mentioned Amir Garrett as well, the former uh, basketball player, right, at St. John's? Yeah, yeah. He, a couple of years ago, finally uh, decided to pack it in with the basketball and focus 100% on baseball, and it's really shown unbelievable results. He's been able to take his game to another level. He's had very two very good seasons in the minor leagues at the Class A level. And so he's still a ways away. I don't see him challenging for a, a rotation spot in 2016, but 2017 definitely uh, is not out of the question. So uh, they, he's got some power stuff. He can throw 96. He's got some other abilities, you know, other pitches, and he's been showing a very uh, high baseball intellect in a short amount of time. This was not his first sport. Uh, he, he pitched in, in high school and in college a little bit, but he was – his primary thing was basketball, and now that he's dropped basketball and focused entirely on baseball, it's it's definitely proven to be a good decision. Interesting, you know, a big power arm like that. Do they, uh, and maybe we don't even know yet how they're how they're going to profile him. But you know, I, I guess you get him as much innings as you can when they're in the minor leagues, and then does he profile as a, a, a back end bullpen kind of guy, or is he a, a, a power starter for them? Right now, he's been a power starter. And I see that's what they see for him right now. He's, he's been mostly a starter in, in the minor leagues, especially since he's focused entirely on baseball. So uh, having that kind of arm and a left-hander at that in the rotation would be uh, would be nice for them. Uh, and they've been actually able to get a few left-handers in the organization because they got the three lefties they got from the Royals and the Cueto trade. So having a, a, a a cachet, if you will, of, of left-handed power arms is not a bad thing. And, of course, 
if it doesn't work as a starter, he could always go to the bullpen, but they're definitely going to bring him along as a starter first. Interesting. So with, with all these, these young, talented players on the come, and uh, I've started to read some real bullish uh, predictions for this team, not necessarily for this year, but it seems like there is a, a building uh, foundation of, of real optimism about what is in the system and on the way. And, you know, I don't know necessarily about the timeline for when that's all going to hit. But uh, are they feeling good in that front office about what they have sort of stockpiled down below? Yeah, they definitely feel good about it. They, they're ha- you know, they're, there's some debate, of course, on the Frazier and Chapman trades if they got enough, and certainly they've uh, the media folk like myself and national media folk especially have been very underwhelmed with the return on those on those two players. But if you look at the big picture. They've, they've really restocked a system that was, was emptied a lot in the last couple of years with trades uh, that really kind of, you know, they, you could tell last year and the year before when, when guys were getting hurt and there, the attrition happened, there wasn't much to bring up uh, from AAA, and they've really paid a lot of attention to the AA and AAA levels of the prospects they've been getting. Uh, the, the guys they've gotten through the draft have now been developed and, and are working into the upper levels of the, of the minor league system. So they, they definitely feel that, this isn't going to be a long-term issue of being out of contention. That they maybe 2016 doesn't work, but in 2017 maybe they stay in a corner, and then 2018 they're back in business. So that's something they're very optimistic about. Well, from the sounds of it, you're going to have plenty to try and keep track of at spring training. It sounds like it'll be fairly wide open in a lot of positions, and there'll be a lot of faces that have the potential to to break camp and. Uh, I think in a lot of ways that makes it kind of exciting and fun. I, I hope so anyway. By the way, next time we talk, Mark, it's going to be February. So it's coming. Yeah, the offseason moves quick once uh, the new year turns, doesn't it? Man, it's amazing. It is amazing. Well, we'll do it again next week. Mark Sheldon, MLB.com Extras, Cincinnati Reds edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.